Check, check, check. Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Party time. Excellent. Are you Hello, everybody, and welcome to another evening of Distorted Nation. I am Pinky. I'm Jade. Hey, hey, producer, do you want to get up to the microphone? I am producer Pepper. Yeah, yeah, we actually have her in the studio for once. Holla. Yeah, she's not behind the glass. She's in front of the glass. And yeah, I don't know why. And I'm stroking the microphone. These are lovely Aston microphones, by the way. Yeah, they're very lovely Aston very microphones. Lovely. Well, you know, when you drive in a nice sports car like an Aston Martin, you want to match it with your, you know, studio equipment and go with an Aston microphone. Everything can just be matching. Coordinated. Aston. Yes. Coordinated. Do they have Aston microwaves? We should get one of those. What about Aston headphones? I'll look into it. See if they have a line of headphones. Aston You're like, hey, we need nice some cans toys. for this studio. All right, folks. So we have a huge backlog of like data and and knowledge to drop on you. There's been so much going on, and we haven't ha- really had a show to where we all been able to get back in the studio because w- we've just been swamped with events this week. Or this month, I mean. Uh, let's take it back to two weeks ago. Sinister Creature Con in Stockton, California. Anyone anyone leave with a bullet hole? We all made it back safe? Safe and sound. No no bullets? Okay, good. Just a few. Just a few? Yeah, Inside the car. <laughs> so everyone made it back fine. So now, Pinky, you actually went through the horror like maze thing horror room horror the extreme haunted house and and people were pushing you groping you man throwing you to the ground biting i heard biting Uh, somebody did get bit but not me (laughs) i had duct tape on my mouth they freaking doused me in blood while i was on the ground covered my face in plastic tackled me it was great. And you loved every minute of it because you didn't have to tip a single dollar. And they all bring you in one by one. She came screaming out of it. No, Hang I on. Well, really I don't know screaming. if we can say that part on air. Because I did have because I did have duct tape on my mouth. I was mumbling. <laughs> so for the theatrics, did they tell you just to run out of there or were you just trying to run out and get out? They said that they were going to give me one chance to see daylight ever again. <laughs> and then I ran. They're like, we're going to give you one chance. But that big broad was out there ready to tackle me. <laughs> that was a chick? That was, that was a, chi- a dude. Yeah. No, the f- one that was waiting out there was a girl. She was like a line. Then a she was like, like a linebacker, had her fingers down as if they were digging into the grass, like getting ready just to like, chugga, 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 choo, choo. Yeah. Run like a train. And then that guy came out, and then the guy came out 
behind uh, behind me and helped her and then the other guy the other guy and they uh, he kind of looked like sort of like a leather face ish type person yeah yeah that was like the main like guy that was gonna kill me or whatnot but yeah it was completely like the only part that really had me scared was when they put the plastic on my face like i panicked just a little bit but the rest of it really didn't even matter they like threw me on the ground and everything else but you do have to sign a waiver and you have to be 18 to go in there so i guess that's what i signed up for (laughs) (laughs) you got the all extreme exclusive package oh yeah and because i was media they wanted to make it real good (laughs) so um what else about Sinister Creature Con? There was so much going on there. We all kind of split up and did our own thing and experienced different parts. Uh, they had the, what was it, Skin Wars? The Body yeah. Painters? Yeah, they had two artists out from Skin Wars. They uh, amazing costumes. They had some people in awesome costumes. Um, they had the costume contest. There which kind of everyone won. There was amazing yeah. artists, like phenomenal artists there. There were portraits the and stuff. crafters, the comic artists. Um, Tim was walking around like a chicken with his head cut off. As well, yeah, usual. when you're running an event <laughs> like that, you know, there's you got to be on top of everything. It's like you barely even get a chance to enjoy your own event. But for its first year, I think it had a pretty good turnout. Oh yeah, there was a lot. Everyone I talked to enjoyed it. Like the vendors, the the uh, the patrons that showed up. Um, actually, I was on an interview. I totally forgot the chick's name. I'll have it posted on the Disordination page. I gotta find it again, but uh, I did a quick little snippet interview. Uh, the best. Th- I mean, you guys, Pinky and Jade, they they liked uh the Michael Myers kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Day Far. The Kid Bark? Rock looking fool. fool. Yeah. yeah, the young <laughs> Michael Myers. He looked Myers. like Baby yeah. Kid Rock. He was, he was uh, young Michael Myers in yeah. the Rob Zombie remake. And, and the and kid that kept calling Hancock name and he threw him up in his space or whatever and then he came yeah. down. He's um, actually been in like a lot of things when um, I was looking at his... Um, IMBD. Yeah. and But, you know, he um, he also has like rapping dabs as his new clothing line or something he's coming out with. I don't know. But he, he loves black and gold, he said. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I don't know. To me, Noah Hathaway is a Treyu. A Treyu. Yeah. Like listening to hi- like real quick, we went into his panel for a few, and uh, it was cool hearing his stories about how he was pretty much on every single TV show in the '80s mm-hmm. as a guest child star, and hearing how he was on Family Ties and him and Michael J. Fox, and uh, Michael J. Fox got him drunk and mm-hmm. and like just hanging out, and then like the fact that he worked with uh, Robin Williams with Mork and Mindy. He yeah. was on there for a minute. Um, I wonder if he worked with the Haim and Feldman, the Corys. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't think so. Oh, they were big in the eighties. Um, but I don't know. Sinister Creature Con to me was awesome. We got a lot of good photos. I'm gonna have all those posted up um, by this the end of this weekend. I got half of them edited. Um, we actually just posted up the Wizard World Comic Con. Yes. So Sacramento's Wizard World Comic Con, uh, we were there as well. And to me, Michael Roker was was the show. Like he he kicked ass. Like coming out in, in Michael Roker or Roker. Roker Roker. What is it? How do you I say? I think it? it's a Roker. Roker. I yeah, thought I it was Roker. It is Ro- Roker. I think it's Roker. Oh, okay. I thought like it was Roker. Like Al Roker. Tomato, right? tomato, <laughs> potato. Touch this. Touch that. 
he touched me. <laughs> oh yeah, he oh. did. Uh, y- what was it? Yondo, Yondor. What, what's his name in the Guardians of the Galaxy? Yondo. I haven't seen and, it. And and then he was uh, Merle in The Walking Dead. For those of you who don't know who we're talking about, he was uh, um, he was uh, Sylvester Stallone's and Cliffhanger, his little buddy on the side. Oh, that's true. Uh, and then he was also uh, the jerk dad who was running the show in Mallrats. Yes. And he was in Eight Men Out, which was an awesome movie. But he's just been in so many, I think, so many movies. I was looking back at his, like, how much movies he's been in. So many. Like, so many. Some you didn't even realize he was actually in until you're like, oh, yeah, that was him in there. Exactly. But, no, it was cool seeing him because he was always coming out from behind his table and hanging out with people and talking to people. Yes. And, you know, he, when they were doing the panel, instead of, like, having each guest walk up to the microphone stand and ask a question, he actually started at the microphone and then kept walking back to the next person after the next person and ended up at the back of the room where everyone was standing in line instead of having them come to him. And then, like, when the there was a baby that started crying. Yeah. And he was like, oh, hang on. We'll get you your question in a second. And he, like, ran over and was like, what's up, little guy? What's yeah. going on? You know, and he's like, let's get this mom help. Let's get her out of here. He, like, you know, made sure that she can get out of he's the like, aisle He's like, take way. him swimming or something. <laughs> oh, she, he was like, yeah, I think he's hungry. Mommy, he's hungry. Go feed him. <laughs> <laughs> and and he was, you know, just he made sure he that she like was able to, like, person. leave the room and not, like, have to walk over people or whatever. So that was really cool. Um other than that, I mean, John Hader, he was I really met cool. Him. He <laughs> was walking yeah, around. He was actually talking to a lot of people, too. He was interactive with people. He wasn't just sitting behind his booth. Uh, same with um, Henry Rowan Gardner, uh, Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year. Henry and he Rogart. was also King, Kid in King Rookie. Arthur's Court. And he was also American Pie. Yes, yes. Um, which he was also cool because he was walking around and interactive with people. Uh, there was a lot of cool costumes going on more cosplaying going on at wizard world con and uh i don't know i had a lot of fun was there anyone that stood out to you guys that you really i i loved napoleon dynamite i did i he reminds me of my brother i had to call my brother right away and be like dude you totally remind me of uh john Hader." yeah and i was just like he talks like him and everything but yeah him and michael rooker and um just like going around to all the tables they had an awesome lightsaber display table See, my thing is, is uh, Kate Beckinsale, like she was there and I walked by and snapped a photo of her like the f- on Saturday, the f- like first thing in the morning. Like I was snapping some photos of them at the table. Yeah. Lou Ferrigno only had a few people there. Like, I think I can only imagine it's probably because of his rapport on how horrible he acts with fans and and talks to kids. Does he stuff. have a bit r- bad rapport? With yes. That? Yes. Oh. Uh, he, if you look it up, he there's. Some are rumors. Some are very, very, very true. People I've talked to have witnessed things firsthand. Um, now, Kate Beckinsale was, I think, funny. And I like to take... I'm going to take credit for this. I'm just going to do it. Okay? Because we walked by. I snapped a photo of her. And, and then the next day on Sunday, she had her hair covered over her face on that the same side that I was snapping pictures of her. So As what is it that you're taking credit for? The fact that she was, like, trying to cover up from people getting photos from the angle that I was at because I was taking photos. So she didn't want to see you again. Well, that's only because, you know, I she was, you know, recently held against her will in my well. 
And your well. <laughs> I didn't even she, know you owned oh, you a well. Should, he's got dirty socks in there. It's okay. Ew. <laughs> you know, she she's my fifth ex-wife, so oh. she didn't want to really see me. Uh, my ex-wife against her will as well. Like, see, I I, I, I kidnapped her, put her in the well, and, and had put him a, in a your priest, harem? you know, <laughs> had a priest marry us against her will. Oh, uh, like Lemony Snicket. Sure. Oh, okay. You know, and she then I had to put the lotion on the skin. <laughs> Chlorophyll works wonders. <laughs> uh, it, it was sad that you know you couldn't really see Val Kilmer unless you were going to uh, stand in line and go through his his um, his little tent area. But he he it's been announced that he's been going through chemo. Oh wow! And so that's why he was more blocked off from people to keep his immune system. Plus, he was also apparently not feeling, feeling sick, well. so oh, yeah. he, he wanted a quick line or if he had it like do, use a trash bucket yeah. no one would see him he exactly. could have a private moment without any excuses yeah so um i had no idea that he was going through that but no there was a lot of cool cosplayers uh i think i don't know producer pepper signed up for it, but she didn't actually go through with it the she was supposed dating. to go through the speed dating the eh. geek speed dating the boys aren't worth it Sorry. <laughs> and no, girls aren't worth it. They wanted 30 bucks for guys to do the speed dating. And then the guy was like, guys I'll let you suck. do 20. And I'm like, yeah, no, I could walk around and get rejected for free. <laughs> <laughs> well, then. I don't need to pay for that. I can go to a mall and get rejected the same. Just because uh, she's not dressed up like Spider-Man. Uh, it's the same rejection. Wow. Does this happen often? No. Yes. Not <laughs> at all. So, so we had Wizard World Comic Con. Uh, we also, oh, we had the Hell Yeah show. Awesome show. Um, Hell Yeah at the Ace of Speeds. What was the name of that band that I discovered <laughs> that I really See, now liked. that you're asking, this I don't know. So you bought bad. the CD. Oh, it's something. I cannot remember it. Um. We'll, we'll look it up because we're going to be playing them next week because <gasps> they were really, they were awesome. Yay! They brought the whole show, if you ask me. Yes. Like, hell yeah, was all right, but I uh, love this hell band. Yeah. Um, I had a bang over for days. That's when you headbang too much and it's like a hangover, but it's from headbanging and not alcohol. So oh, it's a bangover. Snap. There was a little <laughs> kid in the very front and I was totally like different. right behind him and he had a mohawk and then he was on his dad's shoulders and he, he had a slipknot and Rob Zombie shirt on and it was pretty cute. Well, from that, uh, producer Pepper and I, we went out to the Corn and Stone Sour show. Love with Corey Yellow Pepper. Wolf and <laughs> uh, Baby Metal, which was I love Baby they Metal. They were as entertaining like as Wolf. Uh, <laughs> as entertaining as watching like Mini Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's what it seemed like. But how know? was my husband? Oh, he he was good. He actually came out the second to last, the very last song before the encore. He came out and sang with Corn. Okay, okay, I love him. But no, Corey Taylor, he he was entertaining. So he was running much. across the stage. He has hair again. You yes. know, he's been growing it out. I know. That's okay. And he's in that feud with Chad Kroger from I Nickelback. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's awesome. And I don't know. I mean, regardless if it's a real feud or if it's just like a media hype deal, you know. Nickelback like is not even in the same category. They're a whole Stone Sour, no. Or not even just Stone well, Sour. Well, no, Slipknot. technically Stone Sour was, you know, the 
baby light version of Slipknot. I mean, Stone Sour appeals more to like the Nickelback crowd because it's that soccer mom group. But Stone Sour was actually in existence before Slipknot. Okay. Just saying. It was, was his it project in before he was Nickelback. In. It was it, it was his project before Slipknot, uh, but Slipknot blew up first, and then once they blew up, then he brought Stone Sour out too. Okay, but was Stone Sour before Nickelback? Yes. Okay, then. Hey, I don't care. Chad, I don't believe, is married to my wife now, so it's all good. Well, Which wife is that? Uh, wife number 10. Um, Avril Lavigne. Yeah, she escaped Horrible. on me. She escaped Horrible. on me like two years ago, so. I said you're my skater boy. <laughs> I, if you see her, uh, tell her I still love her. There's Tell her to get her butt back here. Has she's she like gotten the restraining double. order yet? Hey, there is no restraining order, okay? She loved me as much as I loved her. Were you right? awake during It this? hurt me <laughs> when I had to put her in the well to keep her. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Anyways. Anyways. Uh, okay, so we had that. What else? Oh, vet stock. We had vet stock. Uh, what a wonderful event. Yes. Raised... They put on a great show that raised money for the veterans and the Vetrex project. All the beer sales went to Helping Homeless Vets uh, from the Firestone Brewery, I believe. Yes, Firestone Brewery. And uh, Pepper was out there moonlighting for a minute with the uh, Mistaken Dames. 2.5 seconds. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so that was going on. Wish. Who was it? It was Decipher, Grey Bar Hotel, White oh. Minorities. There were so many bands on the bill. Malcolm Bliss. There was Tonic Zypher. Um, what was the one dressed up in the red, white, and blue? See, you ask me these questions, and then I'm just like, I, I don't know. I can never remember band names. I just know that I like them. I know it, <laughs> but then when you ask me about it, I get that quiz mentality. I'm like, crap, what the hell am I supposed to say? <laughs> um, no, but there was a lot of great bands on that bill. And they and did it for a great cause. Thank you, Eric Lewis, for putting such an amazing event together. And it was cool hanging out with Bob Heller all day, pretty yes. much. And he, he was out there taking photos. Man. He was out there taking photos of every single band. Everything. Check out the Distorted Nation page in the next few days because I will be putting up photos of everything that Bob took. And then also we'll have photos of what I took walking around and actually covering the event. But uh, and then uh, Jade went to Tool. That's right. Yeah. How was Tool? Life changing. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. In fact, I'm glad yeah. you brought that up and wanted to talk about it because Tool, you can suck uh, a lollipop because <laughs> um, yeah. They they she they said were that so good. She said that they had uh, if you tried to take pictures or videos, yes, they yes. were like hey, running. Yeah, security guards were coming down. Hey Tool, listen you're up. You're a Tool. <laughs> You're a big out. tool, and you know what? Your <laughs> fans are what who made you who you are. So if they want to take a bloody freaking picture, let them, you freaking beach bums. <laughs> yeah. You're not You're not Indian. It's not going to steal your soul. No one's going to earn thousands of dollars on your freaking picture from their freaking iPhone 4, 5, 7, 8, 10, 11, 12 phone. Okay? From... <laughs> Row 236 in the freaking nosebleed. The photo, they're not going to make any money from it. So you know what? Go blank yourself tool. Somebody's People mad. got actually kicked, like, kicked out for, for taking, taking a pictures. Photo? Yeah. See, that right there, that's bull. 
Yeah, Melanie, it was so you are not Pucky. that important. But they did like a good job performing, and their visuals. Well, really yeah, cool. they'll put on a good show all day long, but you know what? They forget where they came from. Yeah. They forget when they opened up in a small little venue, hole in the wall, when they pretty much only probably played for bands and bands' friends and family. No fans, just the bands and family. Yeah. And and that's what really grinds my gears <laughs> is is when you know bands just like think that they're like Gandhi and and like no photos no photos no photos no photos you don't you don't get a photo of me it's like the celebrities at freaking Wizard World Comic Con like some of them were some of the security volunteer people were like you can't take photos of them as you're just walking by with them at the table and it's like hello People are paying 50, 40, 30, 60, 80 bucks to get a damn autograph and a photo with you. And it's like, you make okay movies. You know, you're not like, you know, who, who would you say is like a, a top of the line actress or actor? You know, like even if they're even it's funny because even the most like prestiged actor would probably just sign an autograph for the heck of it. You know, remember the day when people run into him on the street and it's like, oh, will you sign this for me? And it could be like a napkin and they sign it. And it's like, you should be privileged and, you know, thanked that, you know, people want your autograph, that you actually mean something to yeah. these people and they see their your movie and they connect with you as an actor or the characters you play. Because once again, if it weren't for the fans, you'd be a deadbeat nobody still living in your car in Hollywood trying to make it waiting tables. Sorry. Wow. Don't even. No, no, no. Don't even get me started. I'm just amping up. Because you know what even grinds my gears more? Bullies. And we're going to be getting back and talking with that crap here in a moment. And if I had my chance, I would be kicking the crap out of every single bully's parent that I could. Then take my belt off and whoop the crap out of the kid. I'd happily go to jail. And I wouldn't care one bit. Because you know why? When the story came out, as as if it was beating the crap out of Justin Bieber, I'm pretty sure there'd be enough people that would come together and post my bail through a GoFundMe after finding out this bullcrap story that we're going to talk about in just a moment. And I'm going to whip some booty on the microphone. In the meantime, we're going to jump out into a new <laughs> band called Arson. And they're from Gatineau, Canada. And this is their fifth EP. And it's called Satellites. So they have five CDs out. You can check it out at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and email them at uh, arsonrock at gmail.com or hit them up on any of the faculties, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube at arson.rock on Facebook or arsonrock, which that's capital A, little a, R-S-E-N. And this is their title track called Satellites right here on Distorted Nation Radio, 96.5 FM. KUBU. Where you can be you. The Voice of Sacramento.
What the hell was that? What? Velociraptor! She was screaming that at the car window. Wow. All right, so let's jump into this crap. All right. Because we at Disordination ain't going to stand for none of this schnizzle, my nizzle. Zero tolerance. Zero. Yes, very much. All right. So I don't know if you guys have been checking out our Facebook page or our individual pages, but we've been flooding the new stream from the last, like, what, two weeks? weeks? Yeah, Yeah, two weeks. It's been like two weeks because this happened on... Monday the 19th, the story came out, even though this happened on Thursday the 15th, because yeah. that's when the yearbook signing happened, and then uh, the sixth that night he came home, and the 16th, um, the mother had contacted the school to no avail, and just had the school deleting the posts and stuff. Which is completely ridiculous. It's the principal's wife. Allegedly. It's been confirmed. It's allegedly. I, I think it's been confirmed, hasn't well, it? Until we okay. know for sure, allegedly, oh. the principal's wife of Buckley Washington Middle School, uh, it's a White River School District, and it was Glacier Middle School. A 13-year-old boy says he almost carried out the act of suicide called for in his yearbook. That's right. A young man had his yearbook like I don't know how you want to say it. Like signed, terrorized, it was, it signed. It was signed by his peers vandalized. who are terrorists. With blank, you. You should do the world a favor and die. You are a, and then uh, a rocket ship drawing. Even though it's not a rocket ship. Kill yourself. Piece of blank. No balls. Kill yourself. Wait, you won't. Unacceptable. Now, anyone out there that's a parent, think of how you would feel if this happened to your son or daughter. And, And you know what? Let's take it a step further. Parents, think about it as if it was your kid writing this. What is wrong with parents today? Why are they not teaching their children respect? kindness anything morals in general so this article i'm going to read you came from the comonews.com and um this this was actually the first person to actually write an article on it we were helping share it in the in the social media feeds trying to help raise awareness uh and then fox 40 was the second main news outlet to get a hold of this and come out with it and do a story on it and we hope that it keeps going because there still hasn't been any like retribution or or solution or there will be justice nothing has come out of this so i'm going to read this from como news buckley washington a 13 year old boy says he almost carried out the suicide suicide called for in his yearbook it happened as the middle school year comes to an end at glacier middle school in buckley in the white river school district but since the issue went viral, he's learned he has a lot of people supporting him, which you do, young man. And I hope at some point you get to listen to this. And we are going to share so- some stuff that we actually have planned for this m- young man. 
And uh, it, it's nice to see that there's a community and that there are people across the U.S. standing up on his side and want to reach out and confirm to him that the world isn't all filled with these pieces of crap students that he has and his peers. Um, that there are people that care about him, even though we have never met him. But hearing his story, we want him to know that not everyone's a piece of crap. It breaks my heart. It is not a positive note you want for the end of the year, but the people involved say this is an important learning moment for all parents and students. The mother and son wanted to talk to Como News so that others can learn from this harsh incident, which they say stems from a pattern of bullying. To me, this is worse. This is goes to a step beyond bullying. You know, this is like torturing and terrorizing you know, it's Absolutely. not just standard bullying. Oh, you're fat. Put down the cupcake, kid. Or, you know, oh, you you like comic books. Oh, hey, four eyes. You know, to me, that stuff, that stuff's, you know, it, it's, it's part of life. Yes, it, you it's know, a it, natural it part of life. It teaches you to be stronger. It teaches you to stand up for yourself. Builds but character. when you have an entire class or like 10 kids or whatever standing against you, and, and, and just constantly ridiculing you, there's a difference. It's not just average bullying. 10 or one, one. This is a quote. I just kind of thought that they were right, said the bullying victim. The seventh grader said he almost went through killing himself after getting these messages, messages written in his yearbook. Along with the F-bomb come the words, kill yourself and you should do the world a favor and die. Man. He said he immediately okay. left the school and headed to the spot where he could end it. To the river to drown himself. Wow. Suicide is not a joke. And this is not something to be taken lightly. Absolutely not. And, and with them trying to push it under the rug like that is completely ridiculous. They should be brought up on charges just for that. Absolutely. And we hope that, you know, something law-wise is being taking action against this school we are making everybody aware of this if you see something say something they, they need to be fired first of all they shouldn't be allowed to work with children or whatnot if they're just going to sweep it under the rug point blank i don't i don't care that's ridiculous they because are part if of the they problem. were if they were in um the parent situation what do they think that they'd just let that slide heck no no right parent in their mind would let them that just slide by just because everybody was being mean to me and I couldn't take it anymore, he texted his mom to say goodbye. He said, I am sorry, mom. I just can't take it anymore and maybe I should just do it. Maybe they are right. I am sorry. I am sorry. She said she immediately tried to find him saying he'd been bullied all year long and that this could have pushed him over. What was going on through his mother's mind panic devastation and sickness is what she said <laughs> which no parent should have to feel that helpless in being able to be there for her son or daughter and, and no there's just no words for it and you know to get that note and to think that all these kids are right they're not right anyone who's going through bullying reach out Talk to a parent, talk to a friend, a talk stranger. to a teacher. A it doesn't matter who it is. Just reach out to somebody. At the end of the show, when we post this show, 
or when we post the show later as a podcast in the podcast we're going to have all the phone number like some phone numbers that you can call and get help through look at our website and our facebook page numbers will be available there too yes on the distorted nation distorted we are actually in the process of having a new clickable link uh put in onto the site um just titled need help and, and, and you know th- th- no matter what happens somebody cares about you like it's no not worth it. It's not just you that you're affecting by wanting to do the suicide. And bullies, they are, I can't even, I can't, I hate, I, this is a very sore subject for me. I really, really, really hate it. And um, I, I, those people need to be punished straight up. I suicide mean. is a very serious problem amongst teens today. Um, I myself, I deal with a lot of helping people along with a lot of suffering myself. So reach out. It's the best advice that I can give to you always. Just don't be afraid. Anonymous calls remain anonymous. Reach out to anybody. Just do not make a permanent solution for solution a temporary for problem. Exactly. Thank you. It's and, and I know it's a cliche. I know it's said a lot. I, I know that that's, you know, the most cliche statement said about suicide. It's the truest but statement, it's though. true. And, you know... The thing that sucks is that we've been in contact with the mom for the last week when all this has been going on. We've been talking to her and to find out that she reached out to the school like half a year ago in the in the in this school year and and she was basically just pushed away saying, "Oh yeah, we'll look into it or we'll handle it or whatever." And like kind of just nothing happened. Nothing came from it. And this is not the only problem that has happened at this school there have been other parents with other situations one student apparently was hospitalized by bullies one student was told that she was the issue and not the bullies actually doing the work and so she was going to be taking out of the classes and then another one of parents actually decided that they couldn't i believe they took him out of the school district itself because even after moving to the next school still had issues with it so it, it's not just the school it's the school system it and was the what who are these parents or the it's I the mean white river school district up in buckley washington okay so who are these kids related to that it's getting swept under the rug like that like uh, who i mean uh, obviously they it's on the a PTA smaller community Obviously, right. it's a smaller community, you know, like one of those old school movie communities where, you know, as soon as something happens, the whole town knows or something. Um, but this will not be brushed under the carpet. This no, will continue to be exposed until the problem is fixed. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it, I mean, who are they related to? Are they uh, that they're um, that it's just getting pushed under? Are their families like rich? They, or the something? school doesn't want to deal with the the issues it sounds like what they don't you know no problems reported no problems in the school you know it's like everything's copacetic no one's no Mm. issues no extra money they have to put out shell out do nothing um but this isn't only just a problem in buckley washington either um no it's it's been getting brought a lot to our attention that there's a lot of stuff going on here in sacramento too and so and and not just sacramento it's going it's world around the world okay i mean the We've I, we've had this conversation with friends and, and people that we know throughout the show that, you know, 
with social media, school is a thousand times harder because you know the point br- is brought up that when you le- when you left for summer vacation, you know you you got a break. Like you don't really unless they're your friends, you don't talk to any of the kids. No one knows what's anything going on about your life. They don't know what you know is going on. But now social media. It lives up there on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You know, those comments, those ridicules, those threats, those, you know, pictures, whatever. They live up there and they're spread throughout the school. You know, oh, you tripped and fell in the cafeteria and there's a YouTube video of it two seconds later and everyone keeps laughing at you and, and pointing out that you're, you're fat and you tripped, you fell, or you're, you're dumb and you don't know how to walk or whatever. You know, it doesn't just end at the end of the they school keep year, reliving it, it over and going. over and over. Yeah, and with the lack of counseling in schools, with the lack of teachers giving a care anymore to be able to support teens, to encourage them to stand up for themselves, to not back down, to this is a fork in the road of life. This is what builds you. You take your bullying, you either become stronger or you fall behind. We don't have the support nowadays to be able to teach our children. Don't back down. Stand up. We have safe rooms that are not exactly adequate for students to go in and give the bully a black eye because resolving this today isn't how we dealt with it in the past. Exactly. We we had better options back then to deal with these bullies. But nowadays, kids really don't have an option. They don't have the ability to knock the bully down, to stand up and be like, I'm not going to take this. You know, you get hit. I you mean, you, you, you stand up and defend yourself and you punch a bully. You're the one that's going to get in trouble and suspended yeah, for defending and yourself. And to me, if it was my kid, I'd be like, high five. We're going to freaking Tahoe, San Francisco, Santa Cruz, whatever. Seacor we're going to party at Disneyland <laughs> and we're going to celebrate it, you know, beating the crap out of this kid. Absolutely. Uh, I am the mom of a nine-year-old, and I'm I'm teaching him about bullying nowadays. And he knows that if he knocks down a bully and gets suspended, he's absolutely going to get a freaking pizza. And we're going out to the roller skating rink. I said freaking. No, I know you're good. Um, I, there's some more here I want to read because um, I'm very adamant about this. If you can't tell, oh, <laughs> because too. I thought it wasn't worth it. Because they're just I don't know. It wasn't worth it, is what he said. That's why he ended up not going through with it. This happened June 16th, the second to last day of school. As soon as the family found out, the police were called and a report was taken. The district issued a statement which said in part, we are deeply concerned about the troubling yearbook issue. That was brought to our attention on Friday afternoon. Our immediate concern is for the safety and well-being of the student involved. It is not okay, said student Angelina Hatfield. Uh, I think people should stop what they are doing and just not do that. Her mother, Angelina Mars, said, I think it's horrible. I think it's something needs to be done and done about it, like, promptly. Since the yearbook issue went viral, social media, the 13-year-old has received kind words, candy, encouragement, just stay strong and keep your head up now real quick before we talk about what we are kind of working on you know it says that the school is deeply concerned about the troubling yearbook. then why were you guys deleting the posts about this why were you guys deleting 
comments that other parents were leaving about stuff that happened to their kids. Why? Haven't you returned my phone call, huh, Mr. Superintendent? Because I actually called the school three times. I called the school. I'm actually going to call again. We're not done. Uh, I called three times, and I keep getting passed around on the phone. Oh, I need to transfer you to here, transfer you to here. And then I get to the superintendent secretary, and he's conveniently stepped into a meeting twice in a row. Where was this meeting located? In the bathroom? I, I don't know. But, so, you know, we have questions. You know, we'd like to know the allegations, if they're true, and, and, and you know, what we do know is true from talking to the people that have actually had their kids bullied I want to know what this task force is that they are allegedly Oh, yeah, allegedly they, they use the term creating. that they're, they're going to create a task force to take down these bullies. It didn't say to take down the bullies. It just said that they created a task force. So now I'm curious, is the task force to hide the evidence or is the task force to actually help the children? It should be for cracking down on them suckers and knocking their heads together is what it should be. Like I said, if it was my kid, oh, I'd be finding out who the parents were. I'd be freaking walking tall on their butts. Like I would take a two by four and whoop some butt. And then I'd take my belt off and I got a pretty big belt and I'm whooping <laughs> some kid's ass. My inner Harley Quinn has been it. Uh, it sparked. I, I want a baseball bat. Yeah, I just have I have I have no tolerance for that, and um, I've always I've always like you told my kid, um, blast them right in their mouth. I don't care. Knock You're not going to get in trouble from well, me. Well, hang on, hang on. Bring Punch them. Punch them. We don't need blasting because we <laughs> don't need a Columbine incident. Okay. Okay. So see, that's where people knock, don't realize that's my slang. That, that, that's bring mommy a trophy. <laughs> that's my slang. Okay. Punching. That's, that's, what it means. that's where the other extreme comes in to where they bully so far. That next, the kids come into school with AKs and he's killing yep. and shooting people that are innocent and had nothing to do with because it. Because he's just finally snapped. He's just but finally hey, snapped. Let's all create safe rooms for our kids to sit in. Because, you know, safe oh, rooms are the answer. You're not going to get made fun of for oh going to sit in a quiet safe room. I don't find safe rooms safe, quite frankly. Well, your safe rooms have padded walls, so I like my hug me jacket. Leave me alone. All right, <laughs> so we're gonna come back in a few. Uh, we got a couple tracks we're gonna play right now. Uh, we're gonna go out on some dance, Gavin dance, and uh, we are gonna play the new track from the Punk Goes Pop Volume Seven. And you are listening to Distorted Nation on ninety six point five FM. K-U-B-U. Where you can be you. The voice of Sacramento. All righty then. I don't know. <laughs> We're that? That sounded back. like something going on a hallway. <laughs> a hot Woo, dog in a echoey, hallway. Echoey, echo, echo. It's like a hot dog in a hallway up in this BZ. I call it a cheesecake slice down a hallway <laughs> <laughs> or a canyon. What are we talking about now? I, I'm hungry all of a sudden. I love cheesecake. <laughs> all right. So, we okay, we got in the freezer. <laughs> we're going to jump back into all the all the story about the bullying and what we're doing as far as distorted nations end to help this young man out and show not some just love. this young man. Just bring more well, awareness, bring awareness to Sacramento as well. That's we're going to get to that in a minute. But first, we got to do some show we got to hit some uh, key points here in the show. Hit some staples. Steeples, staples. What do you say? 
All right. So records that are out at this very, very moment. No, or that might be at the end of the show. Stop distracting me. <laughs> There's not that many people that passed away that matter. That's so rude. And you're talking about bullying. <laughs> ah, but I'm a jerk. We all know this. Yeah. But yet people still listen. Hey, whoa. Huh. Welcome to the Distorted Hour with Secor and my distortion on how life should be. Why? Because it's my show and I'll do what I want. Anyways, moving on. So <laughs> albums that are out as of right now, Bayo. I don't know if that's Scott like Bayo. Scott? I don't know. It just says Bayo. Charles in charge. Uh, album's called Man of the World. The World? The World. The World. You got Doll Drums with Escape or just ESC, like if you're hitting the Escape button on your lappy toppy. Uh, floating Points, Reflections in the Mojave Desert. Lopalux. I'm guessing that's how you say that. Reunionism. And uh, let's get to some, let's see, we got TLC. I didn't know TLC was coming out. I thought one of them was dead. I didn't even know they were still around. They are. Whoa. One of them is dead. One <gasps> of them is dead? So which one, T, L, or C? L. L is dead? <gasps> Wasn't she the Lisa pretty one? Lisa Left Eye. She was the pretty in the one. Car, in the car accident. No, I think uh, Chili was the pregnant one, wasn't she? No, it's a pretty, not pregnant. Was that pretty. Beyonce? Oh. Was <laughs> Beyonce in TLC? What? No, no, she, she was, was in Destiny's, Destiny's Child. Child. Whatever. <laughs> There's yes. special notes being held up. Call me names. That's bullying. So wait a second. Is Beyonce going to wind it. up in your, your little well, too? Because I, I remember a conversation about If I could get close that. enough, but the Illuminati won't let me. The Illuminati. Well, that's what all they talk about. Jay-Z and her talk about the Illuminati. They're uh, protected. I love the face that <laughs> Pinky is making right now. Uh, definitely not the Freemasons. Uh, <laughs> Anyways. All right. Uh, Sworn in All Smiles is out now. And uh, burp, 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 your boyfriend that's in a well. Tell I love him so sour. Your, your boyfriend that's <laughs> going to be hidden, kidnapped and put in a well. Ah. By who? You? Corey's. I mean, see, I, Hey, it's not like I don't know how to do this by now. I could help <laughs> you out with that for a small fee. I'm not trying to um, uh, uh, send th terrorists that's her uh, or throw nobody in a well. Do you have you know, walls I've that you Corey can Taylor, rent? Right? Yes, I know. <laughs> so it would be a lot easier to be like, hey, buddy, come over here for a moment and then like knock him upside the head and drag him in I don't the, want the well. to keep him without his will. I just want him to stay with me on his own will. Rohypnol, yeah. honey. Rohypnol. <laughs> hey, we just watched the movie Get Out. Maybe we can figure out how to uh, hypnotize him. Maybe he could just fall in love with my wonderful personality. <laughs> Rohypnol. Rohypnol. <laughs> you guys suck. <laughs> okay. So, uh, hi, what, what, hydro, hydro, Hyd hydrograd, hydrograd. Unless you did a typo like you usually do. This, is no, it hydrograd? This is okay. So this is hydrograd. printed out by, I don't know, album release calendar upcoming. Um, hydrograd. Yes. Hydrograd. What, what the, what the heck is a hydrograd? I don't I'm know. It has something, something to do with water. water. <laughs> <laughs> he graduated from water. <laughs> Is he like in that last airbender? Placenta Did they water. maybe forget the E? Is it like... If they did, then it's hydrograde. That sounds a little bit more. Yeah, exactly. What's hydrograde? It would be graduating from water. 
Alright. And anywho, you guys give me headaches. So, alright, quick pick. pick you know, two there's albums a good solution for Or two that. artists. What you been spinning? Quickly go. Don't put me on the spot <laughs> right now. I just, I, come back to me. Alright, I've been listening to some Palisades. Yes! Palisades. Check them out. We're going to be playing them at the end of the show. Check them out or kittens will die. And, uh, whoa. Whoa, yes. She went it there. And then I've also been listening to some Arsene, which we just played a few minutes ago, which the band from Canada, they're really cool guys, so check them out. Give them a like. Let them know Distorted Nation sent you there. Pepper, what you been listening to? As always, never say die. QC Core. What? You're going to yell at me for listening to Never Say Die repeatedly no, over and over. every time I get in the damn car with her, Never Say Die. But anyways, what else have you been listening to? Is that it? Um, uh, You introduced the Palisades. Um, Which, how does Palace get AIDS? How do Palaces get AIDS? I wish I could have AIDS. You know, I could really, I would love to have AIDS. Somebody <laughs> go get me coffee. Has AIDS. So, somebody go get coffee. Somebody go get my dry cleaning. <laughs> you know, because I would kill to have AIDS. I do so super much. super lazy. He can't get his own coffee. Maybe I do so much, I would kill palace, for AIDS. Then you'll probably get AIDS. Do I have to become a governor to get AIDS? Because I know yeah. governors have AIDS. Ah! <laughs> AIDS. <laughs> AIDS! 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 Anyways, Jade, what you been listening to? Pink Floyd and Tool. Okay. That's well, about it. Tool. Blank Tool because they're jerks. Tool is a tool. I've been spinning Stone Sour. Yes. And I've been shovelled. Avenged Sevenfold? Yes. The the stage? No, not the new one. Oh. The one old? that has a... Uh, Bad uh, Country? N- no. The White Album? The King one. <coughs> oh, okay. Uh, uh, Hail to the King. Hail to the King? Yes. All right. I have that CD in the car. It's a good oh one. Oh, my God. Oh. You do, but you never listen to it. All you ever listen to <gasps> is Never I Say Die. Oh, and Melanie Martinez. That's I who I've been... And Pop Goes Punk that you recorded for me, too. Oh, which I think number four, I'll pull out of her car and I'll give it to you. So that way you have number four. But then she won't have it. I don't listen listen to to it. it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. All right. Uh, So now we're going to jump into the charts. Is the charts supposed to be French? All right. Number 49. How do you say that word? Oh, I can't read tonight. There's so many freaking weird words. Paleo. 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 Palea Royale. Palea Royale with Get Higher. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> number 48. I'm stoked because I, I want to see this band. Uh, Shaman's Harvest. Yes. Uh, the Come Up. Then uh, we have also debuting in the charts number 31 with Queen of the Stone. Oh, Queens of the Stone Age. Sorry. Uh, the Way You Used to Do. Huh. The way you used to do. Okay. The way you used isn't to do breakfast. What? Isn't he in? Isn't Dave Grohl in that band, or have something to do with the Queens of the Stone Age? No, I don't think so. Somebody has something. Did the did the thing forget to print out all the words, or no. is it really just that? That's the title. Oh. All right, number five. Moving down from number four to number five, we have Royal Blood. <gasps> Lights out. Moving down from number two, yes, that means it's on its way out of the top five. Short-lived. Number four, we have Volbeat, Black Rose featuring Dinko Jones. Uh. Uh, and then moving up from number six to number three, which in a couple weeks will be number one, guarantee. 
We have the Foo Fighters with Run. Then number six moved up to number three. We have... All right. That was the Foo Fighters. Number three moved up to number two. Sadly, we have Metallica. Now that we're dead. And yes, we're playing the full version of that song tonight, folks. Because some people said we should play the whole track. So enjoy seven minutes of Metallica. All right. But first, we're going to play... Pinky's boyfriend, Whoop! Stone Sour with song number three. I love it. And uh, Corey Taylor, he looked all dreamy up on stage when we just saw him <sighs> at the Mountain View uh, Shoreline Amphitheater. And uh, we're going to play your top five right now. This is Distorted Nation on 96.5 FM. KUBU. Where you can be you. The voice of Sacramento. Stone Sour. Song number three. Alright. It's time for the Hellraiser Marquee. <laughs> yeah. Snap into a Slim Jim. You sounded like the freaking Pillsbury Doughboy like at the end. <laughs> Alright, we gotta do this quick because we got a lot more to still talk about real quick. We got today, June 30th, we have, or, uh, sorry, June 1st, or July 1st, we have James Aaron Band at the Boardwalk. July 7th, we have Arden Park Roots, Our People Jet, uh, concert in the park. We have July 8th, we have Fallout Kings, Misha Allure, and Black Rose at the Boardwalk. July 15th, we have Exo Voice, Exo Vice, uh, at For All I've Done, Worn Within the Years Ahead at the Boardwalk. July 16th, we have Real Big Fish, Ace of Spades. July 17th, we have Lita Ford at the California State Fair. July 18th, we have Bruno Mars Golden at the Golden One Center. We have July 19th, we have Brian McKnight at the California State Fair. July 20th, my favorite show. Looking forward to it at the State Fair. We have Good Charlotte. July 22nd, we got Tesla at Thunder Valley. July 22nd as well, we have Smash Mouth walking on the sun at the California State Fair. Then July 23rd, we have Eddie Money at Goldfield or at the California State Fair. Then July 25th, we have Life in 24 Frames at Goldfields. Tw uh, July 28th is uh, Trace Adkins at the California State Fair. Also July 28th is Tim McGraw and Faith Hill at the Golden One Center. July 29th is Mao, Hannah, Jane, Kyle, and Trickamy at the Boardwalk. July 30th, Melissa Etheridge at the California State Fair. July 31st, Avenged Sevenfold uh, and A Day to Remember at the Golden One Center. August 1st, Taking Back Sunday at Ace of Spades. August 2nd, Neil Diamond at the Golden One Center. Um, August 4th is Soul Taco at the Boardwalk. August 4th is also Black Map and Sages at Goldfields. Uh, August 5th is Anarchy Lace, Malcolm Bliss, Shallow Vices, and Broken at the Boardwalk. August 11th, Huey Lewis in the News at Thunder Valley. August 11th through the 13th is the Outside Lands, and that's going to be at the Golden Gate uh, Park, and it's going to be featuring many bands like Metallica, The Who, Gorillaz, Lord, Queens of the Stone Age, Royal Blood, and so many more. And then August 12th, we have Rock, Mo Rock Monsters Rock at the Boardwalk, and also August 12th, we have Arden Park Roots at Goldfields. All right, T-Zone. All right, so we got about, 
uh, pull the curtain back. We got like 12 minutes or so. Um, so we want to get back into what's going on with this bullying situation here. So we actually had huge, phenomenal feedback about people wanting to get involved and help raise awareness. So we are putting on a show um, within the community to raise awareness against bullying and the extent of how it goes. It's not just picking on somebody because of the color they wear or they wear glasses or like comic books or cartoons or whatever the deal is. It goes beyond that to where it's literally terrorizing kids. And that's what we want to raise awareness. And for the young man himself, that's been this has been going on too in Buckley, Washington. We have actually had a huge collection of bands here in Sacramento come together who are autographing CDs, merchandise, and artists in Sacramento drawing specific. We got to give a huge shout out to Michael Dorman, who drew an awesome picture for the young man. And, um, you know, we're not going to say too much just in case he might actually listen to the show. We don't know. But we got poets. We got writers. Artists. We We've got just random people writing letters. Shout outs. Like, we have this huge package we're putting together. And he it's going to be sent because the young man's birthday is July 15th. So oh, we're nice. going to also have a nice little, another little package that we're putting together uh, also to show him that a lot of people in our community support him and his stand and fight against bullying and that he's not alone going through this. And, you know, we are making sure that his family knows that they are not alone. And if you would like to help too, please contact us at distortednation at distortednationradio.com. That's our email. Hit us up on Facebook backslash the distorted nation. Just search distorted nation radio. You'll come across us. Um, we have direct line contact with the mother and, you know, just to be, keep everything safe. She wants anything you want to send to come through us so that way we can send it to her um personally so that way it's nothing negative or you know yeah yeah or someone tries to send anthrax or a bomb it's going to mm. blow me up not her which i'm, 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 I'm all please good do for that. please Holler. do i'm all please good do. for um so you can contact us we'll give you an address pepper what are you talking about i'm going to give them your address to send the bomb to um well <laughs> that's okay because you know i'll bring the package over to you and just be like here inspect this so <laughs> if you want to get involved please contact us um and we'll tell you how what you can do to help out where to send whatever and when we get more information on a show that we're going to have together for bullying awareness um we will announce that information uh, we're looking, uh, we will tell you the time frame. We're looking around the first weekend in October, uh, October 7th, I think that is, that weekend, or whatever so. weekend's around Pinky's the 7th. has got a or something. calendar right there. <laughs> so, what we'll do that's is right, that's yeah. what weekend we're looking to do this at. If you're a band interested in playing, if you're a performer, like an artist, you want to draw something or paint something out there, if you in, have in a our story cars, that you would like to share, share. if you're a poet, you want to read a poem, um, what else? Are we, we're just doing a bunch of different... It's going to be an array of things. It's not going to be just a rock show. If you are a photographer and even want to go around the city to take inspiring pictures to be able to put up at this event to show awareness yes. and kindness, 
or even if you witness anything. Yeah, when with that witness thing, you know, it there's really three people to blame for this stuff that goes on. You know, you got the victim, you have the perpetrator, and then you have the, the standby. person who stands by and does nothing. And, and you are just as guilty as the perpetrator. Yeah. And you know, don't hesitate, stand up. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter if you get called a snitch, if you're going to get beat up for it or whatever, then you know what? You if you actually stand up and be a man or if you're a woman and hear me roar, you know, stand be a decent be one human, human being. Stand up, yeah. Help out your fellow man and don't just stand there and let somebody get tortured and, and terrorized and, and who knows, you know, you know, we've had this conversation that Pepper did some research and there's some schools or districts or whatever talking about making 13 reasons why Absolutely. an actual class taught like curriculum. And if you haven't seen it, please watch it. It is life changing. It gives you two options. You can either be a reason someone stays or you can be a reason that someone leaves. So it could be a simple act as making sure you say hi to a complete stranger. I just gave a bottle of water and a banana to a homeless man the other day. And I made sure that I was going to be a reason that he stuck around. So it, the, the show is definitely life altering, even though people are criticizing it. It's, it's definitely, if you take the time to watch it, life changing. And so make sure you choose which side you're on be the reason someone stays or be the reason someone decides to leave the choice is always yours and you know like i said we're going to post on our website on our facebook page we're going to have numbers that you can call for suicide thoughts if you just need to talk out like anything like doesn't matter how big your problem is or how small you might think it is don't let it build. Hell, you can even message us on Facebook. We'll sit there and talk to you. We actually have a fast reply rate to you, you know, That's on our messages. Me. <laughs> and yeah. so, you know, we'll write you back ourselves. Someone on the show will write you. And hell, it, you know, as long as you're, you know, seem legit and not some, you know, wacko person, we'll actually probably end up giving you our own numbers. Which, if I you don't are a wacko, I'll give you my number too. <laughs> I don't just discriminate. She, she has love for the stalkers. And just remember that you're just not alone, that somebody cares. Yeah, you're never alone. I mean, there's how many billions of people on this planet? You are not alone. No matter how hard you feel that you are alone, you're not. There's always somebody who is either going through the same thing you are. And I've been, been through, the through same thing, a ton. I am willing to understand and listen to what you're going through. Exactly. And we're sorry if you haven't found that person yet, <gasps> but they are out there. And we are right here. There's four of us right here at this table that will take the time to talk to any one of you. Yeah. And yeah. the four of us have so many connections that can connect you to someone. Exactly. If and not so ourselves, that we'll be sitting there talking to you. All right. Um, on that note, I do have one more thing I do want to talk about. Now, this should be a pretty self-evident thing, but just to be aware, uh, I promised a friend of mine that I, I'd bring this up. Be careful on who you're replying to on Craigslist and, and Facebook ads and stuff like that. Because uh, you never know if it could turn into a bad situation. 
Um, but I had a friend who, who was a model who replied to uh, a Craigslist ad asking for a model. And oh my gosh. And so she and she's, you know, been around the game for a while. So, uh, you know, she had, you know, asked the type of questions like what type of camera do you use? Uh, do, do they have model waivers, agency file, you know, forms to sign out? Because there's always going to be a model waiver or something. That's not the kind of model they wanted, was it? Uh, no. So she basically met in Vacaville uh, at Starbucks. When she got there, she got a text saying, hey, I'm actually at the site in Fairfield. Why don't you just come on over to the actual site in Fairfield? And when she pulled up to the street, uh, he actually came out around the corner from a house that was like two doors down from the house that she was supposed to be at. Naked, wasn't he? No, not naked. But uh, she had asked, you know, where are the forms? You know, what type of can I see the camera you're using before she even got out of the car? And he was like, oh, yeah, I'll go get him. Walked out back around the uh fence and then into the property and then she got a text message saying hey for five hundred dollars more would you give me a uh, special high five <laughs> you should be aware that all those things on craigslist are definitely for that yeah so this guy if you're if you're out there on craigslist and you're a model his he goes by the name of kevin on craigslist at least the phone number if you want to call it is 707-418-5580 that's his number he actually puts on the craigslist so if you'd like to reach out to it it's 707-418-5580 ask if kevin's around and tell him you'd love to do a photo shoot why terrible advice why would they do that (laughs) um well, I'm hoping that somebody will I'll actually Kiki get a hold of him, there. and then like a big old muscle bound dude will meet him. I'll and send beat the Kiki crap out over him. there. Kiki, oh, do it. Let's send Kiki over there. Yes. Um, yes. Kiki. Yeah. So just be aware. You know, don't go with a friend. Don't go by yourself. Your friend, even if it's a male, don't they don't have to be in the room with you during the photos. Just like at least in the hallway or downstairs or something, you know, and check on you like every few minutes in a text message or something. And if you don't reply, they can kick in the door or something. Don't go by yourself. And, and Number she understands one it was rule of Craigslist: never go alone for anything on Craigslist. Nope. And then so, like, just just be aware. You know, and and she feels dumb for falling for it, and you know, and it's like you know, she she tried asking the right questions and stuff, and it wasn't he didn't like, luckily he didn't like try to knock out the window and then chloroform her like we were joking with earlier or drag her or whatever, but you know, it could have been a serious situation. It could have been a bad situation, you know, and to where maybe he had like a group of people there and she got you know dragged into the room and then something really bad happened. So go with somebody. At least, or, you know, have somebody you're constantly texting, like, every 15, 20 minutes. And if they Set don't reply. Set up a code word. Set up a code word. Nebraska. <laughs> <laughs> Banana. Arkansas. Huh. But, you know, just just be aware. Like I said, the guy, uh, his, the address was in Fairfield. He claims he was in Vacaville. And then uh, his name is Kevin, 707-418-5580. It's probably a bogus number because when you call it, it sounds like it's like a pinger number. It's like one of those automated answer machines that's not like your normal Sprint or, or Android he's, or iPhone. Can I have thing. some fun with Go him? He sounded like he's a potential rapist but for sure. On that note, just be aware. Um, be careful. Not everything's as it seems on the internet. Duh. And uh, Photoshop. 
we will be talking more stuff about what's going on with the young man in Washington when we come back next week. Um, who knows? Maybe we might do a couple podcasty things in the meantime. But we need to get out of here. It is almost 2 o'clock in the morning. Time to go home and go to bed. We're going to go out on some Palisades. Let down. This is Distorted Nation on 96.5 FM. KUBU. Where you, my good friends, can be you. The voice of Sacramento. Holy fucking shit. It's so nice to fucking cuss. Hadougan, Hadougan, Hadougan. That's the one great thing about the podcast parts that we add on the extra little tidbits. Bitch, cunt, whore. Whoa. Wow, she's been building that up. She's like, what words can I say on air? Anal. 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 Yes. Wait, wait, asshole. We could actually say asshole. asshole. (laughs) I'm going to tongue dart your fart box if you don't quiet your down or something. Yes. Kitty. (laughs) <laughs> All right, so now that we got that done, uh, we have, like, a couple other things we're going to do here. Um, you know what? We didn't do the, uh, the the dead celebrities. No, not the band. We're talking about which celebrities died, so I'll read that here. Um, Aren't you going to put the little thingy on? You were good, kid, real good. Remember, kid, there's heroes and there's legends. Heroes get remembered, but legends never die. Follow your heart, kid. Never go wrong. Right up. Right up. Right up. We can, I'll add it in later. Okay. This is a podcast. Okay. Post-production. Okay. Okay. So... Uh, first person we have that died, poor bastard, we have death of Dave Rosser, June 27th, uh, guitarist who played for an alternative rock band called Afghan Wigs. Uh, Dave Rosser, who played uh, guitar for the band, died on Tuesday, June 27th from colon cancer. Ouch. Butthole surfers. <laughs> Owie. You're a little bit more rude and crude with the deaths on the podcast version than you are on the live show. Because it's sad, and you said but it's Afghan butthole cancer. wig and butthole <laughs> cancer, and I can't help it. <laughs> All right, like we have us. the death. Oh, here we go. This one kind of touches my childhood. The death of Michael Bond. Not James Bond. Michael, Michael. Bond. He died uh, June 27th in London, England, at the age of 91. He is known... As the English children's author who created the beloved Paddington Paddington Bear. Bear. Oh, you read it earlier. No, I didn't. I knew it already. Yeah, shut the fuck up. She's a genius. She knows everything. Yeah, she's a fucking ass. That's right. Whoa. Fuck you, Pinky. Fuck you. (laughs) Uh, It's so much freer being on the podcast (laughs) version, right? Who cares what we say? It doesn't fucking matter. Is that a shark? It doesn't fucking matter. Is that a shark? regular show. Huh? Is that a shark? Where's there a shark? Where's your shark? No, it's a plane. No, it's a you know jet. where you're going to see sharks? Okay. I said the bikini um, bloodbath. Oh, oh, yeah. I hate sharks. I'm scared. <gasps> I'm just scared of them. Dun-dun. I love Dun-dun. Jaws. That was my favorite movie. Eh. I like Jaws. Even though I won't lie, when I was youngster, because I saw Jaws at like the age of six, <laughs> mm-hmm. when I went swimming in my old pool, I was afraid of a shark. The first jump scare in really your pool. You were in my grandparents' pool. I was, I was six. I was a wee little lad. A wee little lad. A wee little lad. 
a wee little lad. Okay. He's going to sip on tea and crumpets. Alright, uh, we also have a death of Jerry Allen. He's an influential jazz pianist. You said pianist. <laughs> pianist and composer. Show me your jazz fingers. Uh, died yeah. Tuesday, June 27th. Then the other death that we have is Michael Nyquist. Nyquist? Nyquist. It's, the Q is silent. It's Nyvist. Nyvist. I don't think the Q is silent. I think your Q is silent. Fuck yourself. Anyways, you he was in John Wick and the tried. Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, died <laughs> at age 56. Uh, he also appeared in Mission Impossible, Ghost Protocol, and Frank and Lola. Swedish actor Michael Nyquist has died after a year-long battle of young, or young lung cancer. Sad, sad story. Died at the age of 56. That's, that's too young. Yes, yeah. So, sad for the deaths that we've had, and uh, hopefully, you know, their families push on and, you know. I died about 780 times last week. Now, was it with lasers? <laughs> like, did they have, like, yeah. laser targeting like you do yeah, laser Yeah, but tag? it was real M4s with laser attachments, like laser attachments that you can buy ammo and CO2 cartridges and put See, it in there. M4s, military-based. Military what do you mean CO2 cartridges? It's a laser. What do you mean CO2 cartridges There were CO2 cartridges in there. For what? I don't know, but they were making popping sounds. Oh, to make it, it sound stunk. like a real? And it stunk. Yeah, but you didn't but get I, it. You should have been shot with smell. You should have just been shot with rubber bullets. <laughs> should have been shot with paintballs. Paintballs would have been badass. Paintballs, not or paint, really. No, paint pellets. That way they actually look like bullets, and they hit. They hurt a little more than paintballs. Yeah, you guys sat there and get shot with paint guns. Yeah, Can yeah. we just tie C core up and just shoot them for the fun of it? Yeah. Yeah. I got two paintball guns. Yes. It's on. I got the chains to tie them down. Anyways, yeah. So we had sixteen hundred people in two days, and the first day. What was this at? At forty nine oh nine Auburn Boulevard, it was no. the it was the, ulti the ultimate Terry Screen Park. Okay, what we was it called? We had an apocalyptic uh, zombie shoot. There we On go. My apocalyptic yes. zombie shoot. No, it wasn't a photo shoot. It was lasers. The lasers. Yeah. Sharks with the lasers. lasers. But we ended up uh, the first day. We people were passing out like uh, like dropping like because it was probably freaking hot as hell. It was ten you're degrees in hotter inside than it was outside. And you're running around fucking no air know. conditioner, just hot fans blowing the hot air around. But um, I stuck it through to the whole night, and then the next day we put an ad on Craigslist. Were you there Tuesday night beforehand? Tuesday and Wednesday. Was that the actual event Tuesday and Wednesday? Yes. Oh, because I was by I drove by it Tuesday and there was a bunch of people standing outside. Oh, they were building um like part of the set and, st and stuff. But they so Wednesday, um we they because so many people had passed out and stuff they had uh, got some people from Craigslist to respond to the ad to work. So we had way more people, so I didn't have to have a headband and I was in the very last room and I was scaring the crap out of people and they just shoot me and I just laugh and walk right at them and they're like she's a boss she can't die because I was a super zombie the late second day. So I didn't have to die. What the fuck's a super Somebody zombie? Somebody that doesn't die. And I'd chase them all the way out the building. It was <gasps> great. Now, okay, when it, if you weren't a super zombie, quote unquote, if your little laser dealie goes off, does that mean you lay down and you, you play die. dead? Now, was the laser thingy only on your head? Yes. So uh, you walked around with a head dot? That looks like Rambo. <laughs> it was bad. I didn't like it. Secor's got this smile on his face like he's got a thing Like for a Rambo. Hindu Rambo? I mean, he had like a No, the thing, the box head. is in the back and the headband was just in the front. 
Oh, okay. I scared a little kid pretty good. I just chased him in circles all the way around. Ha! <laughs> and she wasn't even wearing makeup at that moment. Hmm. What? Oh. That still looks so <laughs> much better than when Secor wakes up. Oh my god! I've been told um, <laughs> I don't look very cute when I wake up in the morning. You look like a little a little angel left to. You've never uh, seen me wake up in the morning. What are you talking about? You look like what 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 a, what a deer like turd this. looks like uh. in the morning. Did you say deer turd? <laughs> what do you? How do you know what a deer turd looks like in the morning? Do you cuddle them at night? <laughs> you look like a flaming bag of crap on fire on we somebody's yard. We will be having a coming oh. out party for Corey. I mean, see Corey. Yeah. It's planned. I'm coming out. It's raining men. Hallelujah. It's raining men. What? I just can't wait to have the dick lollipops everywhere. Oh, yay. They sell them at Spencer's. Yes, I can make them. Yes. We can get a pecker mold. I have plenty of them at home. Yes. Yes. Anyways, on that note. So, yeah. Hey, well. Alrighty. I have a six foot tall blow up penis at home. She it does. was my mom. I want a picture of this. So I'll bring it in here. Have you <gasps> been hanging out with the secretions? What are you talking about? <laughs> Do you know Danny's secretion? He's in the moans. He's the, his new band is called the moans. They, the, the Danny, they were out at, you fest saw it at first, first festival. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. knew that they yeah. were there. But okay. No, he, he was in a, his last name's Danny secretion. His real name. Well, that's what he goes by. And his and his first band that he was in was called the Secretions. I got a sticker from the mess. And well. when they played Arco Arena for what was it? Uh, I forget what it, which concert it was, but it was Aurora opened up. Then it was uh, what's Gnarls Barkley? Ew, I hate that guy. And then it was <laughs> the Secretions, and then it was. Uh, Papa Roach, and then it was Track Fighter, and then it was My Chemical Romance. And when the secretions were on stage, they had a giant inflatable six-foot penis. Mine yes. was inherited from my mom. It used to be hers. I just want to float down the river in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's hey, hey, we're actually bones. planning a river trip. So so I can float down the river on my six-foot penis with yes. bingo measles on the end of it? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. buddy. What you should do is get like a bunch of little... Uh, like white like plastic to float around the tip of it so that way it's like going into the water so people think it's like leaking i say let's go water. buy a bunch of ping pong balls pink what ping pong balls why to have them floating around the inflatable penis oh like like spur. okay but that's more oh yeah pearl necklace yes Would i you mean like i don't know what that is necklace well i have um i have a like thing that shoots out really far and then I could just have milk in it and spray out at everybody. Whipped cream. Yeah. Yes. She had a penis cake one year. So did I. Hasn't yes. everybody had a penis cake? I haven't. No. Nope. Oh yeah, I have had a penis cake. Oh yeah, I made her a three tier penis cake yes. for her fourteenth birthday. Secor <gasps> looks very jealous that <laughs> he's never had a penis nope. cake. Nope, we'll I'm make good. you a penis cake. <laughs> we'll make you a birthday. birthday. We're gonna have to make it's September twenty first, the same day as Bill Murray's. We have to make yes. him a penis Which cake Bill with Murray, creamy filling. You have you this, called him? I need to meet you. Have Just you have called him again? No. I'm uh, you need to write down that number. You never wrote it down for me. I guess I did. No, you didn't. I had to go through like 10 papers to find out where you put your fucking email address. Ah! <laughs> Why is everybody yelling? 
Zombie alley M.A. You know, I really like this podcast part where we just fuck it's around. In the, <laughs> it's in the freaking um, recording. All you have to do is go back and listen to it. You know, bitch, you know how fucking long that takes me to do? I don't care. Secor's lazy. Secor uh, has so much fucking penis. work he's doing. How the hell do you have that much work? You pass everything off on me. No, I don't. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I don't. Contacting the state fair, all doing all that shit, not to mention my side stuff with <laughs> Knox Pro <laughs> Entertainment. I with Rikishi versus the Boogeyman. He really, really, really wants Rikishi's butt in his face. He just yes, really I do. does. I would do it in a heartbeat. I would let him give Bill me the stink face. Murray. You know what I do once I get a stink face? I'm going to run around and kiss everyone. We're calling Bill Murray on speakerphone right now. Do it. Are you doing it? Do it. Yeah. Bill Murray. Bill Murray. This is Pinky from Distorted Nation Radio. My co-host, Secor, uh, a.k.a. Corey, who lives in Sacramento, California, has the same birthday as you. He's completely obsessed with you, and he wants Whoa, you to I'm come. Not obsessed, okay? Not oh, like a yes weird stalker is. way. Whoa. Not a weird stalker way. Not in a weird stalker <laughs> way. But he really wants to have ice cream with you on his birthday because you guys share the same <laughs> birthday of September 21st. This is really important. Bill. It's Damn. really important. Must have sprinkles. Go Cubs. <laughs> Love you, Bill Murray. Wow. If you want a different message, you better leave it yourself. Did you leave a phone number for Bill Murray to be able to call back? <laughs> no, but. <laughs> no, but. Dumb Distorted shit. Nation Radio, he could go on the air. Did you? Yeah, I don't think he's going to research that much, so I will call the number. I've already called and left that information a long time ago. I say call again. Maybe if we 1-800-764-1298. Keep keep 1-800-764-1298. Call Everyone on my behalf. Bill I want to early. He wants to have an ice cream social with sprinkles. I don't care if it's just one little scoop on the little retarded Dollar Tree cone. I want a fucking. Scoop what if of ice it's cream? like one of the little samples at Baskin Robbins? <gasps> <laughs> you are so gross. I give that a two. My nine-year-old. Don't even fart on the microphone. <laughs> if he farts, he's. <laughs> <gonna> <laughs> That smelled like a fart. What? That was a burp. <laughs> your breath smells like your ass. <laughs> oh. oh my god! Stop! It's already humid in here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're gonna get out of here. This has been a distorted extra. And very distorted, distorted it has been. So you got to talk about your little laser target shooting. Whatever. And you got to talk to Bill Murray. Well, not really. Barely. It was just an machine. He got to be flagellant. <laughs> Yes. So, <laughs> all right, we're going to get out of here. Thanks for tuning in to Sword Nation. Check out thesordinationradio.com. K-U-B-U. Velociraptor! <laughs> you don't have to do none of that. Or radio.com. Velociraptor! We'll talk to you guys later. More ex- distorted extras to come soon. I like this little bit. I think we're going to start doing it a little bit <laughs> after <laughs> every episode we do. <laughs> Alright, get the fuck out of the studio. I'm Whatever. Going to bed. Marquee!